Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode 47, this is, of the Bears Corner. 47 episodes. Remember the first one, Baz? Yes, I remember it. Sitting here on the Wednesday afternoon, drinking a cup of tea, like, trying to be all professional. Yes, Scott, good, good afternoon. <laughs> How about growing? Oh, how it's grown, mate. How it's grown. It's these people, mate, that joined later. That's the problem. They brought us doing, mate. They brought us doing. Don't fucking blame uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> How good did that intro look, by the way, with the new wee titles and all that and the stuff? That That's the man that does these things. And he actually sent me that lovely wee 55 Chris up there, I know. Um, and he actually sent me a wee boy one that's got, it's got him as a, as a Rangers player. On the, it's amazing. Um, yes, Mr. Geo. So go and give him a wee, a wee follow, guys. I, I, I don't need to tell you this now, surely, because he's fucking quality, but he does. Go and give him a wee follow. Um, my guests this evening... No guests, fellow hosts. No guests. <laughs> we don't have guests. David, really, we have fellow hosts. Is Mister Paul at Seas? How we doing, mate? Sapnet. Good, good. That. Uh-huh. Let me guess. That's Breakfast Club. That film. For your t-shirt there. How did you know that? Ah, you tell me. I <laughs> Because you don't forget, you, don't you forget about me? That's what it is, isn't it? That's, that's it, mate. That's it. Uh, joining us this week again is is Jeep looking looking back to fighting fit, mate. Yay! <laughs> I'm feel better. Thank you, mate. Good, good, mate. Good. Uh, and obviously the return of Mister Baz Bowski. 
Baz, wonderful to have you back. Thanks very much. It's always good to, to be here. Me and you were obviously playing away. The day the away team down here in the bottom half of the the, the screen here, matching shirts. I don't know what Paul's playing it up there. I'm the, uh, I'm, I'm, the uh, I'm, I'm the I'm the high school coach. Come on, you right. man, let's get him back. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil Scott's playing himself. Aye, mate, it's good to be here. Thanks very much. Three Phil, weeks away. Phil, Phil Scott's playing me himself. <laughs> What's up here? <laughs> no, I mean, this is it's terrible, mate. It's terrible. Thank God, Clint, you're bad for that professionalism, mate. Sorry, Baz, carry on. I had a big cracking speech prepared and everything. It was going to be right. You just ruined it. Baz, 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 we'll edit it out. Go, get, deliver your monologue. Hi, <laughs> Scott. So I was just about to say, thanks very much for having me on. <laughs> right, let me just address a couple of things in the comments. First one, where's Snags? Snagsy is now a COVID, COVID vaccination person and he's it's not fucking him today. So um, we send our love to Mr Snags and hope that he feels better soon because we know that can happen to people. So that's why he's not on the night, sadly. Um, but we miss him, obviously. Aye, do, you know, do you know the thing, though, right? We're saying all this in front of people. We just want to wish Snagsy were very best. And, you know, he's had his drag and he'll be back soon. But he's just seen the abuse I gave him once he wants that. Where the fuck are you? What are you talking about and all that? And some bad words that I dare not repeat. But, uh, we wish you well, Snags. Yeah. I want to just say a hello to, to Wee Mo because we've missed her on Twitter and we're gutted she's not on Twitter. Any mayor, and if MD was gaining abuse, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Mo, it's lovely to have you back. Um, and also, can I just say this first? Right, this is Ryan, who's contributed quite a lot to the to the chat, right? And his dad has actually started his own podcast, right? So I said I would give his podcast a wee shout out. So, as the SPFL Through Lens podcast, it's a podcast that looks through the analysis side of games in Scottish football, mainly in the Premiership. They also interview ex-players that have played in Scotland and it's hosted by his dad, Peter Dunbar, so ex-Falkirk player. Is Colin Cram right? Is that right? I don't know that player, but is that right? Aye. Sorry if it's no. Um, Jason Little and former Motherwell player, Sean Fagan. So check that out, guys. That's Ryan's dad, a fellow Bear started his own um, podcast. Hope that's good for you, Ryan. Hope it's successful as well. Hope it's successful, yes. Um, moving on, we obviously done a live show on Sunday night after we scalped, scalped the non the non champions of Scotland. The champions went out there and absolutely battered them. The pretenders, um, the pretenders to our throne, back in their place where they belong. That's my favourite thing I've ever heard Baz call them. By the way. <laughs> <Pretenders>. <laughs> Jeep <laughs> 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 uh, and Paul were on uh, the podcast on Sunday, by so I'm going to come to you, mate. Your thoughts on last Sunday? How fucking good was it? It was fantastic, and I think I mean it was it was coming, wasn't it? A, a doing was coming, but we, were yeah. just, we knew it was going to come at some point. But we we're due to give them an absolute doing, and they were under this false illusion that it was getting closer. Oh, you know what I mean? But and, and it was never getting closer. I mean, see, every time you've played him, I don't think we have come out of second gear, realistically. And But we're taking the piss at some point. Now, I was one of these people that were saying Scott Wright should start. Scott Wright on the right, Ryan Kent on the left, and Morelos through the middle. He went by roof. And because of that sheer stupidity, we only scored four goals. Now, if Scott Wright would have started... It would have been six, seven, eight, or whatever. So he's went with Roof. Roof stepped up. 
and he's 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 done what he, he said today. I thought it was a fantastic performance for Ruth. He, he has, he's been he's been getting a bit of criticism, but he stepped up. He was getting stuck in. Alfredo Morelos, not making that wee idiot. It was it was fantastic. There's so many highlights to this game, and uh, it was it was good. It was good to see them walking off the pitch crying. You know, raising, upset, blaming the ref. Oh, everybody's getting the blame. Everybody, Brexit was getting the blame. The quotes came back was getting the blame. You know the sketch. <laughs> uh, but it was pleasing to see, and it was on the cards for a while. Uh, Jermaine Defoe, I couldn't be happier for the guy. And you've seen how much it meant to him when he scored that goal. Probably one of his, probably one of the highlights of his career. And he's had a very decorated career, and I'm sure that is up there with one of his greatest moments. And so it should be. Uh, but overall, it was a fantastic performance for the team. Perfect way to end the season. Or round off the end of the season, but I very very happy about the performance. It was a it was a great performance, and something that really is is we've I don't think we've had enough credit to be honest with you. No, no, for us obviously out with our club and our I don't fundus. think this podcast has had enough credit either. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not actually good point. It's not. No, I don't think Rangers have had enough credit really for what they've you know. I mean, everything's been about how poor they are, which is always the case. However, they've been so poor and it's been highlighted. Remember, they still had reached near enough the points level that they that they had when they won the league in the previous few years. You know, it's just been because of how good Rangers are that that we were, you know what I mean, that we've been so good and they've not had a chance this year. And, and that's fucking get hell scud in them. I love it. I see just to address that. See just yes. to address that myth that it's about how bad they're doing. Rangers are currently sitting on 96 points, right? With a potential, and we probably will finish 102 points to finish the season. Celtic have managed a greater number than that twice in their entire history. Now, I accept the fact that it used to be two points a win, and it when did it change? 95, 94, something like that. Somewhere. It was sure yeah. about that. It changed <clears throat> to two points to three points. So let's forget their entire history. Let's just take it for then when it moved up to three points. They've managed a greater number twice. That is it. So it's got absolutely nothing to do with their performance. Rangers have just been absolutely outstanding this season. That is, they can make up any bullshit they want. They try and justify it in their own heads or whatever they need to do. You know, it's swallow the fact that they totally fucked up the biggest year in their entire history. The 10 in a row was right there on a the plate and they <coughs> fucked it. If they need to go through this bullshit to, to, to make themselves feel better, fair enough, that's fine. But the reality is Rangers were just that much better. Correct. And that's it in a nutshell. Yep. We're just the better team and that's it. And we are the best team in, in Scotland. Um, you know, and in fact you look at our records and tell you, see watching Villarreal Arsenal last night. Oh, Rangers on the Rangers only a million miles away, by the way. If that's the standard that we're at, do you know what I mean? If that's the standard, Rangers only a million miles away for that, by the way, under Steven Gerrard the new and the way we play. Um we were poor against Slavia Prague, probably doing to their tactics and spoiling the game and stuff like that. And, Listen, whether you like that or no, fair play to them. They used to play to their strengths to get through. But we weren't that far away, lads. Let's not kid ourselves on here. And hopefully when we go up a step, which hopefully we will um, in the coming season and we make it the, the, the end of the Champions League. And then I think really you'll see us go to the next level as well. And I just hope that we can keep the majority of our squad, which I think we will, especially when we make the Champions League. And we also keep the manager where he is because that sexy human being right there has got just, wow, Incredible, incredible human. Did you? Did you? I, I was looking down at my keyboard when you said that sex human. Were you pointing at me? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Do 
Uh, Barney, we did both say Ruth should start, mate. You're right, and if nobody believes us, go back and check the podcast. All the lads says that Ruth should start. I think going off, uh, <laughs> I think going off what Baz was saying there in, in terms of the, the points, I know that in Brendan Rodgers' first season, I think he hit about 106 or something like that. I don't know if it was the highest of our points tally, but they had a crack. It was the season they went undefeated. But other than that, I, I would need to look, so don't, don't take this for granted. But um, the points that we're on just now, 96, I think that would have won the majority of the last 10 seasons. Do you know if you yeah, if you look at the guess you're right there, right? If if you look at I mean I I even think back to um when we won it in 2011, I'm sure we only had about 93. Uh 2010 and that you're talking I remember 86, but I think 86 was maybe 2009 or something like that. Do you know? So it's I mean how we've played this season, regardless of how the last two games go, to go 36 games so far unbeaten, hopefully we'd we dig it over the line with that because it is important. Do you know what I mean? It would I mean, at the end, you would be like, right, it wasn't that important, and we'll kind of shrug it off. But the fact it's there, it's the next thing in it. You're always wanting to win the next thing with it's Rangers, me. and the next thing would would be um, would be a, an undefeated, uh, invincible season. But uh, I just the, the fact that we've got we're on ninety six points to potentially one hundred and two in that, it's it's incredible. And I'm not even sure about that. I think I don't think they can even hit eight. You know, a couple of games they don't. I think they'll they'll be if we don't ninety six. We were 20 ahead. They'll be on 73. So if they win their two games, that would be 79. Do you know? So they have they have been poorer, but they've mm-hmm. not been that poor. Do you know? They've not no. been, it's no it's not a, a, a 20 point difference to previous season seasons. Do you know what I mean? It's been compounded by the fact we've been that good. Nah, and we've just been we've just been mental. It. Like they've been playing catch up and all these as much as their their media puppets were coming out in January and saying, Well, all the pressure's on Rangers now. Well, <laughs> was it? Deal with it. Jeeb, they've, they've managed greater than 96 points over the past nine seasons twice. Let's ignore last season, all right? Obviously, it got cut short. Uh, they had 80 points by the time the season got called. But they get, in 2013-14, they get 99. And then the season you're talking about, they got 106, was 2016-17. So, yep. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they've, they've done it twice. They've, and we've still got two games left. So, exactly. Yeah, so you're exactly. bang on what you're talking about. Uh, just to clear this up, I think your dog wants to say hi. Whose dog's at Barton? It was my dog Barton because she's fucking mental whenever anything is by the windy. I thought um, it was, I thought it was, I thought actually that was Baz's dogs. <laughs> no, it's my dog. She's probably seen something go by by selling tap. She wants to take it, take a face after or something. I don't know. There's Jody in um, the comments not coming on. Jody is actually busy tonight. I did ask her, but Jody's on next week. Jody is now part of our podcast team. Woo. And uh, Jodie will be on next week, uh, so we're looking forward to that. Is, jo- is Jodie taking part in something else we're going to discuss later? Yes, she is. Excellent. She is, she is. Um, but before we get to that, Baz has been waiting a long time. He very, very, <laughs> ki- he very, very kindly has donated a hoodie to give away on our podcast, and he's been waiting a long time with it because of Brexit. Long, long time. Talks are back. Copelandstreetwear.co.uk Finally get the hoodie You know what I mean? It's still in the summer but we've got a hoodie I'm only kidding, thanks very much Now, this is the We Welcome 
Fucking hell, I nearly said that. Be welcome to that Hollywood podcast. I can't even believe it. I was a blooper. I was a blooper. I can't even believe I nearly done that. My God. I know, a full year. It'd be just had our anniversary. <laughs> Some things are hard to let go. It's because oh, we're talking about snacks oh. and I'm missing them and all that. Anyway, Battle Fever podcast, podcast hoodie can be yours. So if you want to win this hoodie, then we're going to get away and we're going to get away right now. So here's what we're going to do if you want the hoodie. I'm going to ask you a question. And the first person to get the answer in the comments oh, wins the here. hoodie. It's as simple as that, right? Then nervous again. Answers no, uh, no. no, Scott, you Scott's the host, so Scott, basically you're in charge of the comments here, right? Because sometimes you get people are jumping in saying, Oh, I was first and all that. So Scott's answer is final, right? No, I've done this before, and the answer was Michael Moles. No, it's cause he's fights, right? And a guy was like the guy's like, I was first. I was like, mate, you wrote Michelle Mills. Ah, but you know what I mean? I was like, no, the answer's Michael Mills, mate. You wrote Michelle. You're dead to me, Bowski. You're fucking dead to me. I'm like, I'll get the fuck, mate. You know what? Michelle Mills is a fucking cow anyway. Beat it. So, um, <laughs> so Check your autocorrect. I check Michelle Mills. <laughs> fucking boot. So here we go, right? So this is a very simple question. And all you need to do is write the answer in the comments. In the first bit. Well done, Mo. Congratulations. <laughs> no, no, no. Guys, I think you'll like this one. You, that's it, Jody. You win. Well done. Yeah, well done. But this is a two this is a two-part question, right? So there's gonna be a player's name and a team, right? And the question is this who scored the first league goal of the season and who was it against? Go. All eyes on the chat. Who do scored do the do first do league do. goal of the season and who was it against? Simples. Oh, there you go. Oh, Graham's very, very quick there, by the way. Kent Dons. Mate, you want, you want, you want to look t- two or three comments above that? I've seen you there. <laughs> 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 well done, yeah. my friend. <laughs> sorry, I don't believe he's just done that. Yes. <laughs> well done, my friend. Right. Right, you just yes. won this, yes, this fantastic right. Battle Fever po- Battle Fever podcast today. So, eh... Uh, I don't know if you've got me on Twitter, or if you've no, then get in touch with Scott. But if you get in touch with me or Scott or the podcast, and uh, I'll send it after you in the morning, and then that's you got a nice hoodie for the summer. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but the next thing I need to talk about now that we've done the hoodie, I need to mention. Let See, I've got notes. You know what I mean? These guys are professional. They they've got their notes around about their screen. Uh, and they pretend I've not got any notes. Yeah. I wing everything. That's my notes. Blank. It's all Thanks. up here, guys. It's all up here. Good man, good man. Uh, I just want to talk about my wee pal, Jamesy. Uh, Jamesy is doing 55 laps of Ibrox. He's been doing it for some time now, raising money for the Rangers Charity Foundation. Now, when Jamesy started this, his goal was to raise £555. And I'm happy to say that he's absolutely smashed that. The last uh, count we were looking at was £4,295. But I reckon we can do better, ladies and gentlemen. So if you go into James's Twitter page, it's at Jamesy, which is J-A-M-E-S-Y-1-1-2-1. 
two four. There's a just given page there. Now, any bears that want to get involved, it's Rangers Charity Foundation, five pounds, ten pounds, whatever you can afford. Make a donation. Jamesy is going to be doing his final five laps on one of the greatest days of our history, which is the 15th of this month, Trophy Day. He's going to be starting at 8 a.m. And I'm going to be doing there. Uh, so if you're not doing anything in that morning, get yourself down there nice and early, 8 a.m. and cheer Jamesy on. He's going to do the final five laps, 55 laps, and uh, cheer him out the finish line. And let's see how much money we can get for the Rangers Charity Foundation. So, James, hey, thanks very much for tuning in, mate. And I look forward to seeing you next Saturday. So, everybody get involved and I'll see you down there. Well done, Paul. I'm, I'm going to bring the wee man down, I think, mate. So, I'll um, cheer James on, get a bit of, bit of support for the main man because what he's doing is sensational. As as sensational, what a better way to start the day. You know, it's going to be a fantastic day, trophy presentation day. James is going to kick it off with getting his, his final final laps, taking it up to number 55. And then Rangers are going to batter Aberdeen, trophy presentation, title number 55. It's going to be, it's going to be a good day. What a better way to start it. So I look forward to seeing you all doing that. Jody, see if it's all right with James's family and that. Can you send us that version and then the podcast next Thursday or whenever it is next Friday? And the lead up to that, we'll play that for James if he's tuning in. Um, that version that you've done for, for the wee dude, because that's brilliant, man. Um, what was there in the chat that I was wanting to see there? Oh, aye, John. I've not got Twitter. Is there an internet link, Troops? What we'll do is we'll put the, in, we'll put the link in our Facebook page as well, John, where you are, so that you can easily uh, get to it there as well. All right, I'll do that after the, the show's done. Um, and it means everybody can... can Go and donate to the to Jamesy because as Spaz says, it's brilliant, man. Um, that's a crack. That'd be a crack. Me wait to start the day. I can't wait. I can not wait for next Saturday, man. Honestly, I'm counting down the days. That'll be a crack. That'll be a crack. Me wait to start it. I might I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll make it across as well. So I'll, I'll see. <clears> I'll see you guys there as well. And yourself, Jamesy. Heading over there now, Aldo. Uh, thanks very much, Aldo, for going out and donating. Um, Gio is in the chat. Even the chats, don't forget there's a Battle Fever crest to be won soon too. Yes, because we keep doing it for a first goal score on the goal and nobody fucking gets it. So it's a hashtag Frisbee Loyal, so we're going to give that away. Gio, text me with a question and we'll just date the night, right? We'll just give everything away the night. Fuck it, let's just give everything away. Baz, have you got another question there? I don't have another question. I don't, but I've got another hoodie if you want to give that away. <laughs> I'd have thought you would have had a secondary question considering that I was in first and I can't win it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I thought you would have had another. But I didn't think you were going to see your name coming up. I went, yeah, I, I, know. <laughs> I, I was well. I was well. I get the iPad there. I'm, I'm well ready here. I'm getting right in about this. <laughs> Jody's going to be there as well. Uh, fantastic. Can I, can, I just, can I just say to this one, yes. There you go. There you go, Mo. You've got a lift. I'm magic. It's um, quality. It's going to be like a wee battle for you. Who's bringing the beer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Stephen, cheer and James on. (laughs) 8 a.m. bottle of beer to celebrate title day. Here we go. I'm I'm driving. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry. I think I think I think James is starting at the John Gregg statue. I think that's where it's going to start. 8 a.m. So I think that's going to be the the starting and probably the finishing point as well. So, team handed. We're going to be team handed. Bring your carriers. Bring your hoodies. <laughs> you're, you're we welcome the chase podcast hoodies. <laughs> we welcome the battle fever. <laughs> where's where's Callum? <laughs> Callum's working. He'll hopefully jump on later, but he's working. Um, this week, obviously, I put on Twitter that it is a year since I recorded the first podcast uh, with Jeff Winter, 
which was the 5th of May 2020, in the midst of absolute shite in the lockdown, first time around when the novelty was just beginning to wear, wear off again. And it was like, <laughs> right, I'm fucking bored of this now. Let's get back out into normal uh, civilization. Uh, and I started the podcast because I said, I was I was listening to a lot of Heart and Hand at the time while I was out walking, and I thought, David Edgar's going to get me thin through this um, lockdown. As you can see, it didn't fucking quite work. I was going to say, what, what went wrong? <laughs> well, I decided to do my own, and then uh, I ended up fucking it and sitting in my arse and doing my own and drinking gin we use every week, so that kind of gubbed me. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so this week obviously has been quite a big week, and we announced a couple of things during the week, so we'll start <clears> with today's announcement, okay? With being our new partners, um, G4 Claims. All right, so what G4 Claims are, they are not at fault claim specialists. Now, Nicole from G4 Claims is going to come on next week and actually describe it better than <laughs> I can because she has a spiel that she can go through. I, I don't have that yet. So uh, notatfaultclaim.com is their, their website. Guys, if you need any assistance, roadside assistance, whatever, then G4 Claims are the guys to, to get in touch with and just ask for Nicole. Um, that was announced today, as I said. Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Day before? Wednesday? Hi, Wednesday. Wednesday, we announced this sensational night that's going to be taking place on the 16th of July um, from Lounge 72. Now, remember, guys, Lounge 72 has not opened yet. It opens on the 17th of May. We are very own Jody Park singing, um, which is amazing. Uh, that'll be a great night. Um, and you should keep your eyes peeled on Lounge 72's social media and Jody's social media um, for kind of more details about that as they come out. We'll be there on Friday the 16th of July. Now, I've put on this, guys. Um, oh, sorry, I've got Geo to put on this. The doors will be open at 7.30. However, you can go there for 7 o'clock, whatever, um, and, and get a couple of drinks and whatever. We will be restricted to 50 tickets due to the pandemic and the restrictions as they stand right now. So let's all pray and hope that going forward, the, the pandemic is keeps going away and keeps going away and keeps going away. And then it means that we can try and get Mayor in or we can get another night when we get Mayor in and, and do you know what I mean? And try and get back to some normality here. Um, so that's coming up, I think. Once I figure out how I've took that away, here we go. <laughs> um, I'll just ask the guys their thoughts. Guys, what, what do we think about it? What, are we excited, Paul? Can I just firstly say that uh, just to everybody watching and listening, um, Sorry, it, go, yes, it's, it's £10 a ticket and every proceed from those tickets goes to the Rangers Youth Development Company. We are doing this for free. We are Everything's going to the RYDC. We are, we're not taking a penny from this. Not one. We, it's, that's a collective decision. We don't want anything from this. We just want to go there, make some money for the RYDC, entertain the people that are there, and just have an amazing night. Can I just say, can I just say something, right? Unfortunately, I'm working, right? I don't want people thinking, oh, mm. I've made it for nothing, and Baz isn't showing up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute, the night that Baz doesn't show up is the night they're doing it for nothing. Baz is right. working. Yeah. Work, work. Is it me? He's working from home. <laughs> I'm kidding on Baz. <sighs> but you like. <laughs> Love you. So what we're hoping today is, right, we're hoping to have a raffle. Um, again, all proceeds go to RYDC. <clears throat> um, I need to just say a thanks to, to Brian uh, and all the staff at Lounge 72 for yeah. actually agreeing to host us and for agreeing that everything goes to RYDC because obviously we're using their venue 
and it's um, sensational <clears throat> gesture to on their behalf, you know, to to do that. And I and just want to put out there my, my thanks to them because obviously that's the reason why we can make a donation to the RYDC. Um, Jeep, what's your thoughts on me? I know we've been quite kind of me and you have been texting a wee bit in the chat about it. I think we're excited, mate, aren't we? Aye, good. Aye, it'll be really good. Um, it'll just be good for everybody to kind of get together. I mean, even oh, yeah, as we were talking about this off air uh, a few weeks ago, but when was the last time? I mean, Scott, I've I've never even I've never been in, in company with you. I've I've met I know, mate, Paul, I know. I've met Paul once. I've met Snags once, and that. So, um, I don't think I've ever met you either, Buzz, in in person. But it'll just be good for everybody to get together and have a few beers and stuff like that, and I just have a a good. A good wee drink, and obviously it's all for a good cause, isn't it? Raising money for the youth development, so it'll be worth Correct. it. Mm. We most says the next show after that will be the armadillo, <laughs> the um, hydro, the hydro. Actually, yes, hydro. <laughs> Easy fucking stadiums, maybe we'll be exactly. right that's, in the centre circle. That's where we are. Yeah, hydro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and on a revolving stage because all the stands will be packed. <laughs> as will the ground. So yeah, so it just goes going around and around a bit. This big revolving stage would be amazing. <laughs> Aldo, it is not paid the door, mate. It is booting tickets. The tickets go on sale next Wednesday eight at 9am. All you have to do is DM the podcast on any of our social media platforms. It's first come, first served. You'll be sent instructions on how to pay. Um, and then I'll send the tickets out. Yeah, I, I, I really hope um, that we can do more in the future because I, I, I and I hope as well this is this is well received and well taken up. Um, not for, not not for our egos and that, but because of what it's for. Um, yes. And so I, I say, fingers crossed, it, it's well received. People will really want to go. And if you don't get a ticket, please don't be disappointed because hopefully we will do some more in the future as well, in the not too distant future after that. Yes. No. Jo- J- Jody's also said, Jeep, the same as you. I've never met you guys, correct? But that will change yeah. in July because you're going to be there as part of your team singing, gain your opinion. It will change on the 15th of, 15th of May when we go to support Jamesy. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Yeah. That's right. That's right. 15th of May first. You're right. Yeah, do, you know the, do you know the thing? People people will be like, listen to this and think, wait a minute, I've got a chance to go to a pub. £10 a ticket. Oh, right, they need to listen to their shite, right, fair enough. But I'm, 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 going, to I'm, I'm going to a pub. So I reckon the tickets will sell out regardless, you know what I mean? We could we could be talking about this lot of shit or then whatever, and people are like, I'm, I'm going to a pub. £10 a ticket, I ain't bother. So I'm pretty what sure it'll be a success. What we need to do is we need somebody, uh, we need to decide, do they want drunks, Paul, or sober Paul? That's the thing. What, 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 do, what, do, what do the viewers and listeners want? Well, why don't you give them both? Right for the first yes. five minutes, you'll get sober, Paul, and for the rest of the night, you get drunk, Paul. Do you know what I mean? And I have arranged that Jeep can wander off the stage and go up to the optics behind the bar. Really help you see as he pleases, mate. Because yeah. I know like that will make you feel like it's what the ticket buyers will demand. <laughs> yes. Yes. Give, yeah. give the people what they want. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I wish I, I wish I'd said that now. This just, just all I've seen is drunk, 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 drunk. <laughs> <laughs> how how many tickets are up for grabs? There's fifty tickets up for grabs, uh, Paul. Um, and as I said, they'll go. No, I'm going to hazard a guess that I could probably, if I had ten orders this week, I could probably have sold maybe half to three quarters of the tickets within the day of me saying it. So that's how much the demand's going to be. So I will sell it, guys. Hopefully the restrictions can kind of ease, and maybe we can do more. I don't know. That's up to the venue. Um, and then going forward, we will be doing more shows, hopefully when COVID disappears as well. Um, 
<clears throat> right, I'm moving on because if anybody's got any questions, we'll answer them, right? But I'm moving on because we have a special guest coming on the podcast to help us out with Grace, fashion. Grace yourself, Mo. With fashion. <laughs> with fashion so I would like to welcome Patrick to the podcast um, because hopefully he's going to give us a wee insight into the man who Rangers have announced that they've signed early doors I mean our, our rivals can't even get their manager in place but we've got a striker stroke left winger stroke uh, in place for next season so Patrick welcome to the show mate how are you? I'm good thanks uh, thank you for having me on uh, just checking you all hear me Yes, we yeah. Are. All right. Yes. And welcome. Nice to Thank see you. Thank you. Nice to see you guys. So we're here to talk about fashion, Sakala. That is right. No, the gear we've got. On, whatever. Right. So, in your, <laughs> Damn in, your, in your opinion, mate, sum up fashion, Sakala. What, 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 what can I play as What can we come to expect? Well, I'll give uh, barometers without Rangers players. So, I, if he's, yeah. if you're thinking the grand scheme of Rangers forwards, he's definitely the most similar to Ryan Kent in terms of his dynamic and pace is his main thing and um, beats players with his dribbling. Uh, he does have a sim- similar problem to Morelos in the fact that he is quite inconsistent in chances you'd expect him to take, but then does sort of pull it out of the bag in uh, sort of inopportune circumstances and will just score a weird goal, but then I'll miss a one-on-one. But no, he's exciting. He'll do well in Europe, I reckon, because... Um, He's played at Spartak, and for their second team in there, he played in the possession-dominant system because they were one of the best teams in the FNL, the Russian second division. But at Ustend, they're probably similar level to what like Motherwell or Kilmarnock are here, uh, size-wise and typical play-style-wise. So um, he's not been in a possession-dominant team. He's always had space to run, and he's not been challenged to break down like two blocks of four that what like Hamilton and Livy will present you. But I think... He'll need to have a, an assimilation period of a, two months. You have to give him some time. Um, yeah. He speaks fluent English in Zambia. Uh, it's the national language. So that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, but yeah, he'll in Europe, you'll see the best from the beginning. But I think he'll uh, slowly, hopefully not too slow, he'll get assimilated to the squad and uh, start doing well. And reproduce the numbers he's got this year because he's getting a goal, what, 0.6 goals per 90, which is um, better than any of the Rangers players up there mm-hmm. with like Kimaru from Morelos. So if he does what he's doing in Belgium now... Um, for free, especially, it'll be seen as a fantastic piece of business. See, Patrick, this is just came as like a Steven Gerrard type signing that we've we've come used to, where it just comes out of left field. But obviously, there's been a wee bit of talk about it for for a wee while. But it's come out of left field. It's not a player we're obviously aware of. Yet there's an element of trust to your club at the minute because of how well we've done. You know what I mean? We've we've got deals like this, so. For fashion, I think he will get that time, and you don't usually get that at Rangers, but I think he will get that time because we do trust the process at the minute. Yeah, I, I, spe- I mean, they've earned our trust. And it's a market, I mean, how do you played in Belgium last year? And it's a market, obviously, Rangers are looking at if you believe what the press are saying with Danilo, Dokai, and Joey Vierman. But it, it's, um, you. I mean, you'd expect them to do well because the Belgian Pro League is the eighth best league in Europe. It's definitely better than the SPL in terms of... Uh, the overall team quality. Um, Antwerp and Liège probably didn't show off the best, but it was good Rangers performances as well. But he's done well in a league of higher quality and in a, a worse team. So he individually deserves a patience. But yeah, um, the last two seasons, the recruitment's earned our trust. Um, there's one or two failures, if you can even call it a failure. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Any other lads want to ask a question to Patrick where we've got him here? 
Patrick, was it yourself that that uh, put up the like the blog about him and it just showed the clips, the passing, the shooting, stuff like that? Was that? Oh, wow. was that yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that was uh, the article I wrote. Aye, I've uh, it was and Patrick retweeted that the other day. It was it was oh, really really good. It was a, it was a, a great insight into into the player we've got. So see, if you know a bit more about, obviously you you know that the Rangers Rangers kind of set up in the front three. It's you've you've mostly got the striker, but you've got two number tens playing in behind. So do you think that that he'll mostly be the striker, or do you think that he could quite easily fit into one of the number ten positions off the right or left, like filling in behind? If we're thinking for like the um, main tact of the four three three, I think he'd be best suited. Well, I mean he's played on the left at. Um, when he's played out wide, and I think he'd be good as because uh, Ryan Kent's not going to be able to play three years in a row, fifty games a season. So yeah. it'll be good for him coming in there. But I think he could be best possibly. He could make Cedric Iten a lot better when playing in a two because at Ustend he's played with a guy called Maktar Goye, who's like six four, and they've done really well together. He's not small himself. It's not like the classic Defoe and Crouch. Uh, Sakala's like five ten, so he's not small himself. But he is the running in off second balls kind of striker. So he would do well with Morelos. But I think. If you were to give him and Iten some time, they could get some sort of good partnership going, I think. Good, good. Paul, anyone you ask? No, that's Jeep kind of nicked my kind of question about that. Where would his best position be? I, 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 what you're talking, the way I've read your article, I thought he's probably maybe better outright, but you see he's placing the left. But then I guess if, um, Kent can kind of interchange that way. In fact, against Celtic, he sort of played behind, behind uh, Kent and uh, Morelos. Uh, that's okay. Uh, Ruth and Morelos. Uh, so that, that was basically what I was going to say. So, was he better at right or better at left? But you've already answered that by saying he's, he's predominantly left. But he's um, he's left footed, but it took me probably half an hour of watching him to realize what his dominant foot was. So, he is ambidextric like Hadji and Kent. So, oh. he could play on the right because he's got a strong both feet if you want a winger that cuts in or one that goes to the byline. But I think, yeah, he could definitely do a shift out right because especially because Kent's been seen on the left. But both of them have the Positional versatility, which is great. I suppose there's always a cutting in. I was going to say, there's always, if he plays on the right, there's always a cutting in on his left. If he's predominantly left footed, that offers just that little bit extra guile because it confuses Mm -hmm. defenders because they don't know where he's going to go. A bit like Hadji, he confuses defenders that don't know whether he's going to go on his right or on his left. And if he's got speed to match it, that's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But it's just following on what Patrick's saying there about using both feet and stuff like that. It seems to be the player profile. That Gerard and Ross Wilson look look for, isn't it? It just seems to be there's this profile and can they fit in and can they play any anywhere almost along that front three? As, as Patrick mentioned, there versatility seems to be the key in terms of your, your front, front three. Uh, you know, you've obviously got Kent who can can switch between left and right. You know, Scott Scott Wright's coming along as well. It'll be interesting to see how he does as well. And with this new addition, but but I'm but I'm intrigued about is a team like Rangers who do dominate possession, because I think you mentioned that a second ago, Patrick, about, you know, how like a team that dominates possession, when you've got players like uh, Borna Barisic, Tavernier, swinging a ball into the box, I'm just, how do you think he's going to do in a team that pretty much dominate possession each and every game? I think off the ball, he'll be good. He'll offer second runs and dummy runs. In terms of, obviously, Rangers do a lot of crossing. He's not great in the air. Um, even Morelos doesn't have much hype, but he's imperious in the air. Sakala's poor in the air. Uh, he's probably uh, minus in there, in fact. You don't want the cr- crosses going to him. But um, on the ball, he's a bit sloppy, uh, just because he's always he's, um, his feet seem to go before his head, which helps on the break and making long runs. I had, runs, day troubles, mate. 
<laughs> but when um, with like a cramped defense, there's little sort of sample size to see it, to be fair. But when he has uh, been, when you look at clips when Estend are winning and uh, he does really well, but when they're losing and the team sit back, he struggles a bit because his touch isn't great. But you think, uh, I mean, you look at the coaches, they've done great work uh, sort of ironing out kinks and faults in a lot of the players. And that seems to be, a minor fault in which you could probably with a good year, good preseason, and then working with the players would probably help him. I mean, yeah. see if you he's only 24 year old. And if you look at if you look at Rangers, like you're talking about the management, uh, you know, the coaching staff, they've got their unique ability to take a player and make them better. And if you look at Glenn Kamara, even Scott Wright, but even Alfredo Morelos to an extent, but he had this raw energy and and talent, but we've managed to to harness it. Rangers have got this unique ability to take a player and make them better. Do you do you think he sort of fits that profile where he'll come into the team, you know, the, the coaching staff will work on him and ultimately take his weaknesses and make them better? I think he's definitely got the potential. I mean, if you uh, isolate just his physical traits, he's definitely uh, looks the part of a, an elite player at any level. He's got the pace, he's got the strength, the determination and the work ethic. And yeah, the technical skills are there. You'd hope at 24, because if at 24... Your, your technical skills are lacking. Um, you won't play at Rangers. So he's obviously got them. Um, and there's some areas of weakness, as I've covered, but there's some real areas of strength. But yeah, I think he'll be afforded a lot of mistakes as well because I understand if he makes one mistake um, attacking-wise, they only maybe make three or four chances a game, but Rangers will be allowed to make mistakes, especially if the fans aren't in there at the very beginning. He'll probably be afforded less pressure. But it's also uh, thinking financially. It's on a free, but also you'd expect... Perhaps not the likes of when Zungu signed with the South African boom on Twitter, but um, the nature of sub-Saharan African players, uh, they get followed quite heavily by their compatriots. So you might see some Zambian people uh, in the Twitter comments on Rangers feeds. But yeah, I th think he definitely has all the markings of uh, being an exciting player. And I think he's upward trajectory in Belgium. Uh, he, he, year to year, he's improved. So you think at Rangers, will uh, exponentially grow. Patrick, what's his, um, Gio's asking here, what's his, his market value? And also there's a few wee comments, just before you answer that, um, there's a few wee comments there that's asking a wee bit more on your background and how you're kind of clued up on Fashion Sakala and, you know, how, how you get into that. Uh, I'll answer the market value one first. So transfer market's probably the go-to for, like, uh, values. When you look at the Rangers valuations on the website, they are quite modest in general. And he was at... 2.5 million and that was updated in February but that also does consider his contract expiry so I think if you're paying on him in an unequal market all things equal if he was on a two or three year contract it'd probably be like 5 million probably in the like 10 roof sort of a range and if he does well at Rangers you can probably Double figure, double figure profit. Uh, because, like football as well, hopefully. especially, but yeah. um, especially if his if his end goal is England, because he has been interested uh, going there. Scottish football is one of the best launch platforms, especially the old firm in terms of publicity. Because uh, if he does well, uh, you won't hear the end of it, which is good. <laughs> all right, all right. So, what's your background, Patrick, and how you're you're kind of well? Because obviously, you know your stuff, mate. You, you certainly know that. Uh, well, I just, I've always like watched football a lot. Uh, always watched every Rangers match, but uh, broadened my horizons and I watch a lot of random football matches, especially um, with at university this year, since it's all offline and I have nothing to do every day. I'll just stick on a, another football match from a random league. But with Sakala, um, I can't, I wouldn't tell you I knew a lot about him before the rumours emerged in January, because that's when it first were. Um, yeah. And then I would watch, I've 
would watch because um, also Jack Hendry's there, and there's a few Scotland Twitter accounts that always post about um, Scottish players playing abroad. So I would watch the occasional match, especially when they play Liège or Antwerp uh, when we knew the draw. But um, beyond that, when he was signed or when there was murmurs of him being confirmed um, perhaps a week ago, I just uh, started watching a lot of clips on him and just wanted to get clued up on him uh, because I, I was expecting in the inevitable fashion of all Rangers signings, he'd come out of nowhere uh, and I wouldn't have time to prepare an article after he was signed. So I had written something about a week ago is when I started all of it and got it done five days ago. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. That's what amazing. That's what I love. I love that though about the club. The new, and I'm sure all the lads agree with me here is that as there might be murmurs to somewhere that we're interested in someday. However, you'll never really hear much uh, until it's done, and then he's paraded or in this case, it's announced. Um, yeah. And then, and that's the way our club always used to to run. And we kind of went into being a basket case for a wee while, but now we're soon to getting back to a sort of level of professionalism, which is we're all you know I mean delighted about, especially off the back of such a, a hugely successful season for us. And then moving forward, the plans are already in place. We'll never stop them. To, to coin Castor's phrase, better never stops. And that's that's hopefully what we're following anyway. Patrick, it's been brilliant to have you on the podcast and give you a wee insight, mate. I would love to get you back on um, when fashion's been seen in a Rangers jersey and, and get more of your thoughts on them, mate. Anything well, else I'll... want to ask it before I go? Sorry. So I, I just want, and like, all the information you've brought to us, Patrick, how do you think, realistically, I mean, you're talking about only a settling in period, but how do you think you'll do at Glasgow Rangers? Well, overall? I'm uh, eternally optimistic, especially when it comes to Rangers and especially with new signings. I mean, he, I, I, he's sort of the player I really like. He's entertaining. He'll, he'll, If he does well, he'll have like a cult-like following, similar to Morelos, similar to Kent, because he's just really exciting. He'll um, have to make 20. Plenty of Twitter clips for people to clip and put it on Twitter, but I think I think he'll do well. I think um, it'll be interesting to see how he does on plastic pitches against like hatchet men, like of like the right. likes of like Livingston and Comara, because he, like, he wouldn't have been exposed to that in uh, Belgium. But I think he'll do well if it's in, just in Europe, especially. Uh, he might you might see some big moments, but I would expect not to put the pressure on him. I think at least like fifteen goals plus assists, so similar similar to what Roof's done this year. Um, but he doesn't have the long injury history, so you shouldn't expect to see him out um, forced because of injury or suspension because he doesn't have any sort of injury or uh, temperament issue. Good, good. I one, think James... one, one Sorry, on you go, mate. On you go. What's his disciplinary record like? Uh, non-existent. Um, when I went on Transfermarkt and looked on Twitter, I saw no one complaining about his uh, temperament. I think he has... It's a negligible amount of cards he's got this year. It might be one or two yellows. Uh, he's not completely... Um, sort of an unlit flare. I mean, you kind of have to have that as an attacker. He has, he has his sort of uh, side to him, but it's not to the extent of Morelos um, in terms of sort of uh, uncertainty engaging opposition. But yeah, it shouldn't be an issue at all. Uh, I mean, with the rest of the squad, uh, they seem to be all consummate professionals. You don't really see any unnecessary engagement besides out with Morelos. So I think he should join that pack of just like model professionals that we have at the club. Wait until he meets Alfie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I won't lie to you. I'm I'm excited by the, by the prospect of the boy. So you know, like just read, reading your article and uh, watching a bit a lot bit on YouTube. You know, you never you, ne- you should never gauge anything by YouTube. But no, I think see for a young a young player, he seems incredibly keen to come to the club. I'm quite excited. So I say it's a blister in peace. That's just going to be a phenomenal. No, can, really can, can you imagine Ken and uh, Sakala on the same 
they say pitches ripping teams apart because because there will there will be there will come games where we will have to sit in absorb the pressure and hit on the break pretty much like we did against um, Braga and Benfica and things like that that's the way to play ah definitely definitely Woo. Patrick we're excited if we weren't excited before mate we're excited now to see fashion in, in a blue jersey um, as I said we'll get you back on mate. Uh, when we've seen fashion in, in the shot itself. Um, stay safe, mate, and we'll speak to you soon. All right, thank you for having me on. Uh, thanks, mate. Enjoy Patrick. the rest of the podcast and enjoy your weekend. And thank you too, mate. Thank you too, mate. Cheers, Bye-bye. thanks. Right. What a man, by the way, yeah. Uh, I, 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 really 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 I did read his article and I messaged him and I says, can you please, can you come on, please? Because I would like, I don't know anything about fashion Sakala. I can go and look him up on YouTube as well. But I've done that before with guys like Herrera and Carlos yeah. Peña and, and then he work out. So. I, I actually thought, it, yeah, I thought you were going to say you're going to do nothing but football there. <laughs> no, it's, it's, oh, good that, it. it's good that Patrick took the time, you know what I mean, yeah. morning and give us a bit of an insight into the player because like uh-huh. a lot of people, uh, for, for me, for one, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of the guy, didn't even know anything about him. So it's good to get that insight. And he was particularly honest. I appreciated his honesty. Not only was he yes. speaking about his strengths, he was speaking about his weaknesses. And I'm sure the club's well aware of his weaknesses and it's, it's something to build on. So... You know, it's it's all very well coming on and just talking about how good a player is, but I appreciate uh, Patrick's honesty in terms of speaking about his errors that he needs to improve on as well. So thanks for that. What yeah, I'll do, think- guys, is I was sorry, Paul. I'll send the the link to his tweet it, yes, of the the forum about it. I'll send it to uh, Scott, and Scott can fire it on the pod's uh, Twitter page just yes, so you guys can see it because it's a it's an interesting read. It's really good. Jay, Jay actually is, makes a good point here. His discipline on the record about the window in Scotland. Exactly when yeah. when he pulls on that blue jersey, he gets he'll be treated differently anyway, wouldn't he? So well, I'm I'm sure I'm sure Morelos hadn't received a button before he came to Scotland. I'm I'm he sure I read that. I'm sure I read that. <laughs> I knew he's some fucking maniac. Aye, ah, he's, he's, he's not a bad boy, isn't he? He's, ooh, he's like, baby, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that was brilliant. Fantastic. That's fucking fucking superb. Love and by the way, Corey Muncher, let's not mention blistering pace Sadiq. Who? Sadiq that's new linked to Bayern Munich. <laughs> For 176 million. Ah, it's going yeah. up. <laughs> Every week it gets up. I don't know please, what the currency is. Please, please. I know, this is, gonna sa- this, I know this is going to sound mental, right? But does anybody else know how Sadiq was maybe just the right player, but just at the at the wrong time? I think we got his twin brother. Do you I mean? Something like that. But, I mean... If, I mean, when you're around a goalkeeper, just put it in. Just put, just put it in. Just, don't, you don't need to fall. You Dave, don't need to go down. Dave, <laughs> you Dave, don't need to fall. Oh, I'm looking back, yeah. Yeah, he's like, don't let, let it go, man. Let it go. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Can I do a couple of shout-outs? Go for it, mate. Portugal. Right, the first shout-out is to Nicola D55. Nicola yes. has got her mum and her husband. That's right, yeah. Season. So Good thanks evening. very much for getting the family and everybody to tune in, uh, anniversary and all that, so thanks for tuning in. Second shout-out is to the lovely, gorgeous, stunning Miss Rachel up in Aberdeen. Miss Rachel loves two things, the famous Glasgow Rangers and CM Punk. So, hi, Miss Rachel, thanks for good, tuning in. Good choices. Uh, <laughs> great choices. I mean, cool. the girl is absolute <laughs> class. Uh, great taste. She's got absolutely great taste, so... It's good to uh, 
Good to see you again, Miss Rachel. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, she just loves the famous Glasgow Rangers. And can you can you believe she doesn't love me either? I'm just, I'm, I'm gutted. I'm feeling really left out here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm close. To, I'm close to quitting. She probably thinks you're drunk, Paul. That's what it is. <laughs> as everybody does do anyway. As, every, as everybody <laughs> does. Um, right, how Baz's giveaway was that good. We're going to do another one. Here we Woo. go. All right. So this <clears throat> fine, beautiful logo up here. <laughs> Gio, we need to suss out where Baz's has went because Baz has not go his, and obviously he's been offshore, but he's no, he's not at this right. So, Baz, where do you say, man? What is it with all these deliveries? Like, somebody's, I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think a van's just driving past your house, just waiting for parcels to get put in your doorstep so they can just take them. <laughs> There's no such address as Baz Bowski under a bridge, Glasgow. <laughs> that's, that's right. I don't really actually have a, a domain or an abode. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Stop this is a in the studio. Owner, they don't I, know what that is. Ba- Baz, Baz is transient. The, the address is Bazbowski, the studio. If they can't find it, then that's not my problem. They can't do their job. <laughs> see, if anybody, see if anybody's got an old shed at their back that they've not looked in for <laughs> like maybe like five or six years. I would just go and have a wee look in it. The new, right? You might just be like, oh, aye, I've. I've I've been using this for years. Where have you been? My, my, my neighbour's got one like that. It's got a bike in it. So I think I see, I think I see through a broken slat. Maybe Baz. Is, is there a bike in there? Baz things in there. <laughs> Stealing somebody's Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good as a question, right? Now, Alan McCoyst, the legend that is Alan McCoyst, he's up there, I know. The legend that is Alan McCoyst, um, he scored the most amount of hat-tricks in Rangers history, but how many did he score? Now, no Googling it, no cheating, no nothing like that. If somebody knows it, get it into the chat. First person that gets into the chat wins the crest. Easy. Job done. 27. I'm guess. I'm going to have a guess. <clears throat> That's my guess, 27. Well, you're having a guess. I'm going to go and just... Nicola D's responded to Baz's shout-out, says, thanks, Baz, they're all loving it, although they're part-timers. Sorry, we'll make them full-timers, don't worry. Um... And no, three is no correct, 12 isn't correct, 23 is no correct, 10 is no correct, and 17 is no correct. And Aldo said a lovely wee comment. The chemistry between you lads and you haven't even met each other person yet just shows you the quality of this podcast. Oh. Thank you. And we have a winner. I'm just about to. She's no been in Twitter because she deleted her account. But we more with number 28. <laughs> Join yourself <laughs> more. Get in there. <laughs> And Loudrop set up the majority. <laughs> so there you go. Remo is the winner. This, this sounds this sounds like a fix on so many levels. <laughs> it's no, it's no. She was the first in the comments. When am I getting that. my hoodie? <laughs> Remo, you're getting a battle fever podcast, Chris. Well done. Yes. Good yourself, Mo. Twenty. Aldo, I'm no having this. Two, and then that. <laughs> No, I'm not having that, mate. No, come on. <laughs> um, so we Mo has won the crest. That's great. Thanks very much, Gio, for, for doing that, mate. Um Aye, so what else did we talk about tonight? I, I wrote down Jay Gallagher. Bit. Jay Gallagher's did, just confirmed did. that uh, Morelos was never booked at uh, Helsinki or wherever he was. Aye, so we all, we all thought he was a bit of a wild card and he, he, like, it turns out he was sound. <laughs> And came here and just looks at for a couple of years. I don't, I, I don't, he never gets sent after his first season with us either. Did you know he get his? Did you know get his first his first red card up at Pretoria and and his Where's second me? season? 
Fancy talking like I actually said season. Aye, no. because when when that happened, you were a bit like, what the f- what, what the fuck? Aye. Aye, that was his. I mean, he never get he never even got a red card. It he just he, he really just got this reputation at a neighbour, didn't he? It just it just appeared, and well, then yeah, and then it, you just started to kind of notice like that he was just doing these wee these wee niggly things. But he's he's not been sent off this season, is he? I know no. I know he got away I know he got away with a couple, but. I think I think a lot of it was led by, um, as they say, trial by sports team, and then to, uh, and the, the, the MSM have got a lot to deal with that as well. Um, yeah, it, it maybe it was a little bit niggly at times, and I think I don't know. It's, it's, it's good strikers really, up, but yeah, exactly. I know, I know you need to, but he really was. He really was sort of almost flipping. Bastardized in many ways after this in his second season, and it's just continued from there. And it's almost like he's like he's thought to himself, "Well, if I'm going to be fucking treated like this, fuck him. I'll I'll prove my arm up that." And he's just no. fucking lashing out. Well, if you like, you um you can tell me if you disagree with this, right? But see my opinion on it. It kind of this was kind of highlighted on Sunday for me. See the one on Sunday. Uh, if you if you guys seen. Uh, inside Ibrox on Rangers TV, it's absolutely magic. I mean, mm. Rangers TV is only six quid a month, and you go and you get to watch these videos. They're absolutely brilliant, right? I highly recommend it. Obviously, money goes straight to club, but um, it it gives you like an insight, and you can hear things. You can hear the players shouting stuff, and it was the one that uh, the roof had the, had the shot. The keeper saved it, and he's went in and he made the challenge on Ayer. There's absolutely nothing mm. in it. Mm-hmm. But that Ayer's rolling about holding his head like he's just been sniped for the fucking tap of the Sandy Jordan stand. And then Morelos <laughs> is shouting at the ref saying that was exactly the same as Callum McGregor's. I, th- I genuinely <laughs> think that the referees have actually became a wee bit aware of the fact that because Morelos has now got this bit of a bad boy reputation that certain players are constantly just trying to get him booked and get him sent off even when he's no done anything. And I think, and I know this is quite weird, but I think in an in odd quite in an odd type of way, that's kind of worked in Merrill's favour. And the example I would use with that is the red card that he probably should have got in Easter Road in January when he stepped on Portis, I think it was. The way that the players were getting after heed, and for the camera angle, it didn't really look like much had happened, but the players were getting after heed, they're, they're surrounding the ref the way they always do when he doesn't do anything. So the ref just doesn't really take much notice of it now. That, that that's just the, that's the way I kind of I kind of look at it. They've basically they've spent their time trying to get him sent off so much when he's not done anything that even when he does maybe have a wee niggle, the referees just like go in his back in the back of his head. Maybe these guys are just trying to get him sent off here. My favorite yeah. bit of that had to be when uh, you can hear Scott Bowes saying, eh, he's stop him Aye. doing that," and then someone else is going. Try to start for Randy Halliday a few years ago. Do you know what I mean? To new wanting fucking players booked. Do you know what I mean? What a hard man. Oh yeah, um, Sunday. I think it was um, who was it? No, was it Mark who put in the chat? There it's there. Tav Goldson, Davison, McGregor. The options for football writers player of the year. Who do you think will win it? No, obviously clean sweep. Oh um, God, clean sweep. I'm sick of getting asked. I'm sick for, of getting for, asked. The, for, for the Rangers, right? No, the football writers will probably still try and find a way to get to a select player or get to any other player, even though there's only four years nominated, right? Because that's probably the way they go. Right. He'd have Callum McGregor, he'd have cracked. He'd have great season. Um, but for me, right, and this is going to lead on right to the next stage, which we all know about, okay? Which we've all given our opinion on, and Callum's missed the boat on now, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, know your opinion. 
if you were the football writers who have nominated them here, out of the four, so this isn't, it doesn't need, necessarily need to be your one, right? Out of the four, who do we think policies will get that football writers player of the year? Well, you see, I've, I've sort of swithered between both and Davis. A <laughs> who made that noise? Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I looked up and expected somebody to be lying like that. Part, part, part of the reason for that was that's me going, oh, and and uh, also I was trying to write something down because I'm trying to think of another thing here. And you ask me questions. Um, I'm old. I can't really task. And basically, walking, talking, and breathing is a bit too much for me. You know, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll fall over in a gelified heap. So, all, so this was just a bit too much. Um, uh, so what was the question? Oh yeah, so um, Davis, uh, I would say it's a, it's a toss-up between Davis and Goldson, really, isn't it? And I said Davis last week was going to be should be the player of the year. But I've had I've been mulling over this, and as fantastic as Davis has been for for us, and uh, you know for his age and that stuff, Connor Goldson's been missed a consistent. Do you know what I mean? And he's been part of a defence that's. That's why I selected him. <laughs> hardly, played hardly it, played every reached. minute of the season. Exactly, exactly. Season so, I, contrary to what I said on the last pod, Connor Goldson is my player of the year. No, but it's no your player of the year. It's the football writers' player of the year. And he should be. Right. Okay. Okay. This is, what, this is what he asked. He asked, "Who do you think?" I think I'm not going to say my opinion. I think that the football writers' player of the year will be Alan McGregor. That's what I think Baz? Bale will give it to. Baz? Yes. Who do you think the I'm going to do the same as Jeeb. I'm going to say what I think they'll say and no say what I think I would say. Well, that was the, that was the initial that question. That was the question. Right. Some people weren't listening. <laughs> right. Some of us are writing stuff down. <laughs> Aye. Paul, you can't just answer every question, mate. Of <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> a, a stroke halfway through. Aye, sometimes you need to actually use like, a language a human would use. You know what I mean? Let's say that's in human. Which I who will be the, the football writer's black. <gasps> oh, I cheers to a. Uh, do you know what I mean? Imagine that in the back of the guy's shirt. Don't do his shorts, do it. Don't his on the fucking his butt. Do you know something? Did, did you see that? What happened there? I missed no. all that uh, because I, I, uh, my foot caught my connection into the computer, and I managed to pull my headphones out. So I missed a single word you said. Brilliant. That, that, Sorry, that, that you was, that was that. That was the most peaceful ten seconds of a podcast with you, Baz, I've ever had. Listen, are you sure you're not just plugged up into a monitor in your fucking retirement home somewhere? And a minute, all these nurses will come running in because you've unplugged. Oh, you're right, Paul. You're right, and you go. Ah. <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. Anyway, get out in your. Paul sounded like Homer Simpson looking at a pork chop. Right, Baz. Quick, all right. Put it here. I think they'll. I'll think they'll pick Stephen Davis. I think they'll because, pick Stephen Davis because he's no my pick. However, well, I'm not saying that, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I just think he's a constant professional. He's yes. been so consistent. He's he's never done. He's never put a foot wrong, and he's such a nice guy. And he's the sort of person that they would go for. So, 
Aye. And by the way, if he gets it, then congratulations. Oh, he deserves it, mate. Any one of the four, I think, are yeah. deserving of it. Maybe Tav, because of the injury, mm. maybe goes against him slightly, mm. and it's not his fault that. But really, the form before the injury, Tav was sensational. I don't think Andy could have, could have um, went against that. But Stephen Davis, for me, is who will get it for the football writers, right? Now, we thought, and we again, we got in contact with Gio, right, because the man's talented. And we thought that we would do a Battle Fever podcast player of the year, young player of the year, in goal of the season. And all the lads uh, uh, and Jody on the podcast would give their, you know, their nominee for each category. And whoever gets the most wins. Um, I think we decided that if there was a tie, we would open it up on Twitter and let the viewers decide. Right? Which I think is quite a good idea anyway. Um, so, starting with Paul and C's again at the top. You're mm. done this. No, 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 no. This is new. Your choice. Your Rangers player of the year, your Rangers young player of the year, and your Rangers goal of the season. We did do this on WhatsApp. I know, but we've not done it in four days. Okay. Goldson. Right. My player of the year. Young yep. player of the year. Just because of the impact he made when he came in, because he's such an exciting prospect, even though Hadji's been really good, I'm going to go with Patterson. Yes. And goal of the year, oh, it's got to be Kamar Roof against Standard Liège, man. That was just, just uh, for another planet. And so, so you said Goldson, Patterson, and Kamar Roof against Standard Liège. That's just the one change for what you put in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I did. But I caveated that at the beginning of this whole conversation. Right, okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. Okay. I'll let you move it. Right, Tim, you're you're player of the year, young player of the year, and goal. Shut it, Baz. Listen, mate. Listen. See anybody watching, Paul? They're no on your WhatsApp group, right? They don't know. <laughs> this is why we're doing a podcast, Paul. Because they're, they're no on the WhatsApp group. Mate. They know, can't see it, mate. I don't care. They can't see that. I know what I That's know. That's the point. I know they can't see it. That's why we're doing a fucking Wait, podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm going to piss on you. Gene, <laughs> <laughs> step in, mate. Step in. Go. Right. Player of the year. I know this is different from what I said on Sunday, but my player of the year is Connor Goldson. Uh, my goal of the season is... Uh, sorry, my young player of the year, uh, just for the fact that he's played more over the season and the number of assists and goals he's been involved in. I said Yanis Hadji and my goalie this season was Roof against Standard Liège. Bazbowski. I'll start off with young player here. It's kind of hard to argue against Yanis Hadji if he's leading the SPFL in assists, I think, mm -hmm. at the moment. No, I started writing status down for player of the year. <laughs> um, you know, narrowing it down to Stephen Davis, Conor Goldson, Alan McGregor, James Davey, and for some weird reason, I wrote all Ryan Kent stuff down as well. It must have been a, it must have just been like a thing in my head that I thought Ryan Kent deserves a mention. Um, it does, mate. It does. To be fair, a few of them do. Okay. It is. I mean, if you think of it, like, what is it? Twelve goals, fourteen assists. Player of the month in August. So he's done particularly well, Ryan Kent. And every time he gets the ball, something happens. Now the thing is, Rankin does a lot of stuff that stats don't really pick up on. He he will pull a, a he will pull the defence right out of shape, swing a ball in, and somebody else might get the assist or somebody else might get the goal. So he does so much that gets a defence out of shape, and people don't get 
like I say, the, the, the start or whatever. Anyway, just a wee notable mention to Ryan Kent. However, my player of the year would probably be Alan McGregor. Some of the saves that he's made this season are probably some of the best saves he's made in his entire career. And he's made a very interesting conversation about who is the greatest goalkeeper we've ever had. Is it him or is it Gorham? And years ago, it was, it was Gorham. It was always Gorham. But at least he's at least Alan McGregor's made that a conversation. He's made that an argument. I just think he's having possibly one of the best careers of... Now, I said this last season as well because... He made some outstanding saves, but that's his job. His job is to make good saves. Don't get me wrong, some of his decision-making at times has been a bit questionable, but he's kept us in the game when he's been called upon. So for me, player of the year, Alan McGregor. Goal of the year. Now, the Ruth goal is world-class, outstanding, European stage, in the conditions, absolutely amazing. However, the goal I'm picking for goal of the year is James Tavernier free kick against Dundee United. Tim and Barisic are standing near the ball. Goalkeeper's positioned. It looks like Barisic is about to take the free kick and the goalkeeper moves. And you just see Barisic going like that to Tavin. We, only, we can only surmise that he's pointed out that the goalkeeper's moved position. And as soon as Barisic does that, Tav steps up and smacks the ball and it's like an absolute rocket right into the top of the net. And for that reason, that is my goal of the year. Right, see, right if MD's watching, see if MD's watching that goal, right? See when the camera goes behind Tav and it's in line, right? Watch the Dundee United wall. There's a guy that's in the wall and he jumps. And as soon as the ball goes in, he, see, he starts walking. He hinks, that's, that's away. And then as soon as it hits the net, he just he stops and turns. It's funny as fuck. Make sure you keep an eye on that man. It's funny as in. Right, my my play of the year that I picked was Connor Goldson. Um, I picked him on the last podcast, and just simply because of he's never missed a minute of action this year. I think the man is like fucking superhuman. And you have to remember that that's probably been the same through his three years at Ibrox. Is that he's yeah. very rarely missed a game of football. He came here, remember, with a heart condition or had surgery for a heart condition. People were questioning the man's uh, fitness. Um. Tremendous effort, and it's no coincidence that the form that he's been in, and obviously McGregor comes into this, and so does Holander, Balligan, and Tav, and, and Barisic as well, and obviously, latterly, uh, Nathan Patterson. But the defensive side of our team this season has been nothing short incredible, uh, and it's so good to see that because it means we don't need to go out and smash teams three and four and five every week because we very rarely can see goals, and that's, that's a positive. Um, my young player of the year was Nathan Patterson, Derek Clark's very own Nathan Patterson, who's been scouting um, and training him up in case anybody didn't know that. And that's, that's what right. Derek does yep. for a living. He just masquerades as a commentator for Bolton uh, TV at the minute. Um, and the goal of the season, I said on the group chat because I'm still high for winning the, the old forum game that for the sheer hoobries of it, Alfredo Morelos' goal uh, on Sunday, the Megan of that absolute disaster of a football player. And then rifling it into the top of the net, and then the celebration. Wow! And then coupled with the after it, you know, <laughs> fucking unbelievable, man. So that was my goal of the season. Now going through the rest of the lads who are here tonight. Yeah, do you know pick. something? Do you know something? That I'm not even bullshitting, right? I'm going to show you my notes, right? Right. I, I've wrote I've wrote some stuff down, right? I don't know if you can see, but it says, "Hang on," but it says "fave." Uh-huh. And it says Alfredo Morelos. 
Yes. So I, I've, I've spoken a lot of shit about uh, Tav and his free kick. Turns out I've actually had <laughs> my favourite goal was Alfredo Morelos. So this kind of highlights that I just spout a lot of pish. <laughs> <laughs> the best goal and your favourite goal can be two separate things. I can't. I cannot believe that people think people would think you talk pish, Baz. Not I one thing. So am I taking away Tav's free kick against Dundee United and adding in Morelos against Celtic? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point of that? <laughs> so Snagsy, Snagsy has gone for player of the year, Alan McGregor, young player of the year, Nathan Patterson, and his goal of the season being uh, roof against Standard Liège. Derek Clark has went for Stephen Davis um, as his player of the year. See? Media man, football writer, see? Stephen Davis, um, Nathan Patterson is his young player of the year, no surprise there, um, and Jermaine Defoe against Livingston. Now, I think Defoe's goal well, against well, Celtic could have been in there, but Jermaine Defoe's goal um, against Livingston was uh, sensational. And as I said, Callum didn't get back to me, so you're what? the band. You're going on the list, as Jericho would say. Young Morris. Um, so right now, if we were drawing a line under this, lads, right now, Connor Goldson is the Battle Fever Podcast Player of the Year. Nathan Patterson is the Young Player of the Year. And Kamar Roof's goal in um, Belgium is the goal of the season. Basically what I said. <laughs> I have to change his mind. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> At least, at least myself, uh, Jeep and, and Baz kept true to my word, lads. Uh. Um, but <laughs> but that's, that, that's our play of the year. So what Gio's going to do is he's going to make up a card for Conor Goldson, right? With a logo on it saying that he's our play of the year and the fact that we were champions, etc. And we are going to send it to the club and hopefully <laughs> whether Conor Goldson takes it and goes, this is actually quite cool, or goes, that's a pile of shit. Doesn't it matter? We've done it, right? And Nathan Patterson will get the same, and so will Kamar Roof. So thanks to Gio for that, mate. And that's that's who Beautiful. And thank you, Gio, for that. It's an outstanding, you know, uh, gesture. I can't get the word there, gesture. <laughs> that is the Battle Fever podcast. It, 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 and see, next year, we'll maybe have the tunes and all that and announcing it properly, you know, like the Oscars match. Um, do you know what? I, I said this, I said this in the chat, oh, probably, this in the, in the chat Scott, as well. What we should do is, obviously, so that uh, you guys can feel like you are involved as well. See mm. the way they do like a player of the year and a player's player of the year. So you can do that. We can have the Battle Fever player of the year and we can have the viewers player of the year. So if you want to fi fire a poll up on Twitter, and yes, pick, and pick the four football players who have been nominated for the writers one up, and whatever one gets the the highest number of votes can be the viewers' player of the year, so that you guys are involved as well. Mm. Nice, nice, that's a good idea, mate. Um, somebody actually put in the chat, and I don't know who it was because it was a way back now. There it's there. Award for the battle fever moment of the season nomination: policies dunk <laughs> the four hour podcast. It needs to be a particular I moment in that, but. Can I just say, do we have to go there? Yes. <laughs> Battle Fever Drunk of the Year. <laughs> oh, I'd win that outright, but it's just <laughs> it's whatever moment. Yeah. See, to yeah. be honest, 
See, to be honest, mate, everybody remembers what I was like after the New Year game. I I was two bottles of Mad Dog done, and then I was sitting, pouring myself, fucking doubles and trebles of Bacardi up the back, mate, hiding. And yes. you still you still managed to outdo that. Mate, just incredible. No, but you getting up and walking half my podcast and doing that has got to be up there for moment of the year as well. To be fair, that's a worthy nomination. That was hilarious, man. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I just, I just want to point out... I just want to point out, it's not very often I drink, so, you know, I think I'm allowed it, you know what I mean? Of course you are. Uh, <laughs> of course, mate, of course. We were celebrating. Oh, we're going no, to... In all seriousness, it was one of the best days of my life, and even was, my it was, wife, it was she, cut, she, cut, she, she cut me a lot of slack that day, she, just, she basically said, just go and enjoy yourself, and I... If she hadn't attained the beer can out the washing machine before she'd done her next washing, I bet you she wouldn't have cut you as much time. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, right, going, going on for there, when, when I mentioned our new partners in G4 Claims, G4 Claims have also, and this is quite exciting for us, right, but G4 Claims have also doing up a brand spanking new office, right, which me and Paul were lucky enough to visit on Wednesday, socially distant, of course, <clears> but visit on Wednesday, um, and we met Nicole, and she took his room, and they've got a bit at the back, which is specifically for hosting, wait a minute, podcasts, right? Which is a studio that they're doing up. So they have given us use of the studio to, to do our shows from. So that's maybe something that we're, we're certainly interested in exploring and seeing how it works and it would mean that the guys are, not every week but some, some of the guys would be together every week, obviously COVID and that but once once that kind of sorts itself out and we can be distant in there we can still have Snags on remotely we can still have Callum on remotely, we can still have Derek on remotely, but really it would be us four probably that would be there more often than not, if you know what I mean or obviously do what commitments Paul with the distance got to travel Um the bars with you being offshore, uh, we would kind of be there in person um, and we would have the other guys remote. So tell us what you think about it in the comments. Tell us, we're going to go and try it, but let's see how it goes and let's let's see what happens for it. Um, and hopefully their studio will be ready next week. So hopefully within the next few weeks to a month, we'll have everything set up and, and ready to kind of rock with that. Yeah. Paul, what was your what was your thoughts on it, mate? There wasn't really much for us to see on Wednesday, but we went there no, and we got a wee idea of the space. It's there's a, there's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's quite it's a big prospect there for what we could do. Uh, also, we need to try and sort of uh, manipulate it and, and work our way how we do this into and perform a function that makes it perfectly accessible for um, for as you say, both Callum and Snags certainly. Um, but no, I think it's quite exciting. I don't think, um, I think I said to you afterwards as well, it's not an every week thing, but it's certainly, a, it could be a majority of the time thing. Um, as you say, I've, I've, <laughs> for, for me, it's, it's a, basically it's a, a, a two and a half hour round trip for an hour podcast. So, but that's that's beside the point. That's not that's Oh, it's all about you, Paul. It's all about you. <laughs> In Russia, rather than all, shut the up. Um, but no, it's not that. It's not that. I think I think it's it's looking really good. Um, we've discussed how we could make things work. Um, there's a lot of tech issues to get involved with as well. But we, you and I, can, we think we can iron that out afterwards. We think we can. We think it will work, and it will be good. And I'm quite looking forward to it. It's quite exciting. Um, yes. Uh, the the whole um, 
yeah, you and I talked about a couple of things after, so I'm not going to give too much away, but we think we can make this really work and it'll be, and it'll be tech savvy and it'll be good. And I think it'll be a different dimension to the way this actual podcast flows and works. But Mark says, don't know how I feel about Baz leaving my shed stroke studio and not hogging my broadband. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, listen, mate. Thanks very much, dude, because you've been, you've been, you've been providing me with dial-up. <laughs> Dial up, mate. Yeah. Let's let's no big up your broadband, mate. It's dial up you've got, Mark. But you know what? I appreciate it. And your, your shed is pretty comfortable to hear. Do you know what I mean? I've got your lawnmower sitting there. You've got your head strimmer sitting there. And it's it's nice, mate. It's comfortable. Tins of paint and all that shit. You know what I mean? And we all nice. think they're lights, lads. We all think they're lights, aren't we? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? I'm actually quite pleased that nobody in the chat, not one person that I've seen anyway, has said, oh, Baz is in Paul's dungeon. Which is nice. <laughs> Mate, once you get out at once, there's no going back. You know, there's there ain't well, no going back, Paul. Well, that's it. You, 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 you going back. You, you are the Andy Dufresne of my life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tunneling through. Uh, the guy who crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I've, actually, lads, I've actually got a couple of nominations here for pod uh, moment of the season, and that's me sitting at my dressing table and me trying Try to drink my microphone on the floor. Nah, I think that's, that's got to be one of them. I don't recall that because I think I'd gone at that point. You were, I was, I, I was I getting there, it. and, and, I, I, and I, I, I done this part, and I went, oh, hold on, that's my fucking microphone. Yeah, you see, I was... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was drunk at four o'clock in the afternoon, so I was, I was, thankfully I was, you're good. Thankfully you're guitar mate. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? For? <laughs> Just a, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm reattached my horn. Right next week, next week's show, next week's show. Right, it's going to be quite, a, <laughs> going to be quite a big show. Right, quite a lot of people on it. Okay, because this will be the last show before we lead up into. Us getting back our trophy, right? Back where it belongs, back home. So we thought that we would kind of try and <laughs> lower the banter years into the ground, if you like, <laughs> right? And commit its, its its fucking soul to the history books forever. It's all nobody, nobody wants to hear that, right? Nobody wants to see that again, right? It was done, right? So now we're back with champions. We're going back in the Champions League. I can't Rangers. wait. Sandaza's coming on. We've got yes. Sandaza on <laughs> next week. Rangers. Talking about all his contracts. All his taxis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scott. Is it Krabari? It's no Krabari, mate. It's no. He's staying samba dancing next week. It is. Um, we, we have managed to secure the, the manager who got us back to the Premier League, Matt Warburton, will be on the podcast with us, right? Which no matter what you think of Matt Warburton, he did complete that part of the journey. The journey wasn't completed until Stevie Gerrard's team got us back to where we really should be winning the, uh, winning the league. He played his part in it. Played his part in it. Um, I am hoping as well, I'm just waiting on confirmation, which he said that he's going to try his best and he should be able to make it. I'm hoping that we will also have another man that divides the fucking opinion, Kenny Miller, um, as part of the podcast as well. And that'll be us looking back. Uh, now, there might be other there might be other guests. There's the main man there. There might be other guests as well that will come on. We're still waiting on a few answers. Um, and Jody Pollock will be here. Snagsy, I would imagine, will be here. 
Callum and the Magic will be here. It's going to be a busy podcast, lads. Um, and what we'll do is we'll we'll play, as I said, James's song, which I think Jody's actually sent me um, for the podcast next week because that's that obviously be be excellent. Um, and I join us and let's consign the banter years to the fucking history books for good, right? Because yep. the next time we see the Rangers after that, they'll be hoarding that big trophy in their hands once more. And we'll all be greeting again, let's face it, because we didn't know how long we'd have to wait for that moment. So we'll all be greeting again, probably. Um, and yes, Barney, you are correct. The formation next week on the screen will be 4-4-1 with Kenny up front. Oh. And <laughs> it's a thing of joy. Greatest, greatest formation Ever invented? I thought, well, I, thought he was ma- I thought he was making a joke that the formation basically just—it's just like Kenny just goes anywhere, like four four one with Kenny Miller just going wherever he wants. That is the formation. That is, that is the formation. Uh, I thought it was. Have you never seen the video? Have you never seen the video team? There you go. I hope Miller makes it. I want his opinion on Baz Kenny formation. Sorry, Steve, have I'm you late. never seen the video? No, I'm late to the party. Right. Apologies. I'll, say, I'll send you the video. It's basically Christ. right. I'll explain it to you. The the, the four four one Kenny. Is basically a four-four-two. Only the person playing the Kenny position can go anywhere in the pitch and do anything he wants. <laughs> That's a four-four-one Kenny. So, okay, pretty much do what he wants. And that was Kenny Muller. Kenny Muller will do and go what he likes. The four-four-one Kenny. I have been like a wee fly buzzing around Mark Warburton to try and get Lee Wallace right, but Lee Wallace is still. No, very, you know, forward about what day podcast yet. He says he will in his own time, but he doesn't want to date yet. Obviously, understandable. There's, there's probably a written would turn to the ending at Rangers, but I did make it clear to Mark that it wouldn't be about the ending of, of Lee's time at Rangers. It would be mainly a thank you for the Rangers supporters to Lee for his service and um, obviously the sacrifices he made. To, to play for us, and I'm sure that we all never got a chance to say and and, and express. How we felt on it. By the way, it showed you Stephen Gerrard's class that he put him on in his last game at Ibrooks, and um, to you know, despite what was going on with the club, to, to let the mm. fans and, and Wallace have that moment. And I hope we can get Lee Wallace on in the future. I'm no hopeful for next week, but I hope we can get Lee Wallace on in the future because he deserves to know exactly what the Rangers fans think of him, um, which is nothing but absolute beauty. Ryan, can you try and get the man who started the journey, Mister McCoy? I told you the day we get Alan McCoy yeah. on this. I stopped doing the podcast. It was retired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This can we, beat for me that. <laughs> can we do it soon, please? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's hopefully we'll have Kenny. Hopefully we'll have Mark. Well, we will have Mark, but hopefully we'll have Kenny. Um, I am really. I, I I can't tell you how excited I am to be having uh, Kenny Miller and Mark Warburton on next week. I am beyond the thrill. I've actually met Mark Warburton before. Lovely guy. So there, that's that's next week's show. As I say, hopefully we can add to it. And we'll have Jodie, and we maybe get Jodie to. She might, she might even sing oh, a song Robert for us. Magic, he went on some magic hat. So the thing that was a brilliant song. Mate, that was a quality song, wasn't it? That was, <laughs> it was a fucking a, awesome song, cra- man. It was a cracking song. In fact, there you go. In fact, there you go. Two seconds, there you go. Look at that. A beautiful human. I, I know I am, but Mark's a lovely guy too. Um, David, just seeing as how you've asked nicely, aye, let's let's badge your Simmy to make an appearance next week, right? I know he's busy, but let's badge him, right? Let's see if we can do it. 
Um, the dog in the caravan is isn't there. No, is, um, sorry. Is this going to be the the because obviously we had spoke about Dana Banter's years podcast when it and we were kind of going to go over. Is this going to be that, or are we going to do that another time? Or is this? Basically... I think. I think, mate, again, contradict myself here, but I oh. think during the summer we should maybe do a recorded one yeah. for each, maybe even each of the three Gerard seasons, as we said, and put it out yeah. there. Um, I, think, I think it'd be disingenuous to have both Mark Warburton and the Ken Miller one and call it the banter years podcast. That, that's, that's not, no. that, that's, that doesn't say come to with me. You want, we want to have the journey podcast, as you say. We'll do it over the summer and we'll do it in three blocks. Aye, aye. So that's, <clears throat> that's where we're at for next week. So, Hopefully everybody can join us for that because I think it will be a, a decent podcast. A wee look back, a laugh, a carry on. Um, and obviously the party will begin. The party will begin as we move forward to, to getting 55. And that will be next. Um, I can't mind if Matt said Thursday or Friday could make and Kenny the same. But whatever one they could make, it would be that one. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work our way around them. So, Clearly. Um, <laughs> I'm not happy with that, Paul. No, I'm not happy with that. You <laughs> Max, you don't have seen this, mate. You're a part-timer. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I'm going to actually edit the, the video and get Baz's iconic words in the first ever podcast me and Baz done together. Castle will be the, the first spit. ever, Paul. Did you hear that? First ever. I was lying in the hospital bed at the time. That's why I wasn't here. The excuse policies. That was a jail cell, mate. That was, that was a jail cell. <laughs> you could have got your iPad ten up or whatever, but no. Nah. Baz yeah. said on that podcast, and it was a podcast where I'd recorded a wee spiel with Tom Behan for Castor, and I says to Baz, mate, listen, it's only 15, 20 minutes long. Let's do a podcast and incorporate that into it, mate. And I think we we, we got it for about an hour, or just after it, just over an hour. And you said, mate, that is going to be the brand and the strip when we left 55. Mate, that was not a promise from you. That was a spoiler. That's what that was. That, was. that wasn't, yeah, a, wasn't a prediction, mate. It was a spoiler. That's what it was. Um, and, and you spoiled the ending for everybody, but they didn't believe you, mate. They I didn't believe tell them. you. I'm sick telling everybody, Scott. Maybe listens. Maybe listens. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things, right? By the way, they won't remember that, but they remember fucking Paul going... <laughs> <laughs> Classic moment. Let's let's get a let's get a best of as well for the last ever one. Let's get all the moments in it. That's a four hour podcast of us being drunk. We we'll do that at the end of the season. We'll have like, we'll have a battle podcast. Ten best moments will come up like ten. Outtakes. Like, outtakes like Grado on the show and all that. And then oh, we'll get like, number to... one. And then you'll see Paul just go. We need. We need to get it in when I had shite internet and I dropped off air and Paul was left his cell. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And me goes, uh, okay, uh, what do you think? Uh, I think we should somebody, go with that. Somebody talk. Uh, my thanks to everybody who's joined in the podcast this evening. Go and follow. The sponsors that will come up at the end going for them, Stu Hammond, Art of Gold, 
The man is a genius at what he can do. And if you've seen his Twitter this morning, you'll seen that his boy is taken after his father. And he's also a talented person um, in the old drawing. We have Gio in there as well, um, who I've put his, his Twitter uh, handle up. Excellent. Again, another talented person. G4 Claims, just you on board. And obviously, Cotland Street, where we have a long-standing partnership with. Um, thanks to all you for joining in and, and, and contributing in the comments. Um, well done to Wee Mo and... I can't even remember who won Bazzas today. Graham something. Graham. Graham. Graham, 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 Graham in about 12 numbers afterwards. Aye. Him, contact Baz or contact the podcast or whatever, mate, and we'll get your details and we'll get that sent to you. We more you contact, well, or even one of us, and I'll pass your details on to Gio. Um, my thanks to Paul Seas. My pleasure as always. I love it. My thanks to um, Jeep. <laughs> he put me after there. And my, th- <laughs> <laughs> and my thanks to the legend that is Baz Bowski coming back again um, after a stint away, mate. How was it? Mate, is it, did we ever get nervous before the first one back again? No, no, mate. No, it's good, like, good. You should be. <laughs> no, mate, do you know what? Aye, of course you get a wee bit nervous. See, if you don't get a wee bit nervous, then you don't care enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you should yeah. be a bit nervous. I like it. So, uh, I like it. Aye, it's always good to get back on it and... Uh, Discuss the famous Glasgow Rangers because that's all that's why we're here. We're fans of the greatest club in the world, and we get together and yes. we're discussing football. And we're lucky enough that people might want to tune in and listen to us talk pure shit about the club <laughs> that they love and the club that we love. So, thanks very much well, to everybody that's taking time to do that. Don't forget, everybody, Wednesday 9 a.m. tickets go on sale for this. They will go fast, I promise you that, because the amount of messages I've had already suggest that they're going to go fast. I think they're probably already, or they would have been already sold um, had we released them when we when we announced that show. See, just on a wee, today, I, I, sorry, Jay, you go, mate? I was just going to say, I'll be quick hang on that night as well. Um, I understand it. Um, might might necessarily no be for everybody. I mean, it's no for people to come and and meet us or anything like that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? We're just we're we're like lucky enough to be in a position where we can maybe do something to help raise money. And see, to be honest, um, as much as I, I saw many comments when we announced it earlier on about how we guys have helped you in terms of like lockdown and stuff, and it's gave you something to look forward to. But in the same sense, you guys have helped us as well because if nobody's watching Definitely. it, then it's. It's it doesn't happen. I mean, if we if we're sitting here every single night and there's like three or four people watching it, it you would think right. I mean, we're not really providing it in here, do you know. So the fact that that we see the same names every single time we come on and that yous are all interacting with us, and I actually even prefer seeing when yous are in, interacting with each other. It's like people are are meeting one another through it as well. So I think it's it's also just an opportunity for us all to get together when things are maybe a wee bit eased off and we can all just like, have a good night together do you know what I mean so and you guys can meet each other too so it, it's not about us do you know what I mean it's about it's just about raising money for a good cause and for everybody to hopefully just uh, celebrate uh, the club and just be happy at the fact that hopefully we're out of the shape that we've been in the past few months correct, correct mate spot on couldn't say to anybody on myself on the last yesterday and today obviously it's all been election who did you vote for well on this podcast, right, we voted for Stephen Gerrard and we voted for the title party. And we cannot wait for that to kick in next week. The only man deserving of any vote, the only leader deserving of any vote, champions 55. Champions um, 
Modern Rangers. Hashtag keep keep the battle, the battle fever on. on. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.